0: Cool. Well, thanks again for doing this. Skylar Watkins.
1: How's yeah. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anytime. I've been like, meaning to talk to photographers for a while now because I feel like all my photographer friends are either in LA or like scattered around the country and we're all just kind of hunkered down doing, you know, very little anyway. Yeah. I'm wondering how everybody's keeping busy.
1: Um, how am I keeping busy? Um, I'm like I guess editing like backlog stuff or like shows that I never really like openers and stuff that I never edited um, and trying to do like I don't know busy work you know like website stuff
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: stuff I usually don't have time to do I guess
0: yeah same I've been going back to like older things like years ago Uh, like you said openers things like that things I I just never touched or then using newer techniques for older photos.
1: Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like re-editing old stuff. I should do some of that too. I always
0: get worried, I don't know about you, but like I get worried that I'm going to ruin it. (laughs) Like like ruin some old photo and then lose the file or something like that. Um, Are you good at backing everything up?
1: Yeah, I mean I have like, each hard drive I have, I have a backup of as well. Mm. Although like I used to not be really good at it because I was like looking for stuff the other day, like someone asked me specifically about something from like two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. and I was looking at it, and I was just like, "Wow, I don't have this like <laughs> I don't know where it went, but I sure don't have it like oh, no, but I think like since then, like everything two thousand eighteen and after we're good we're set mm-hmm. oh, Anything <laughs> two thousand seventeen and before like it's it's game
0: ah, oh, that's rough. <laughs> Yeah. When did you uh, start, uh, start shooting bands anyway?
1: Um, Bands, I started probably in 2016, actually. Mm. Um, Yeah, I started in 2016. I didn't really do it seriously, though, until 2018, Mm. I feel like. So like the first kind of two years, it would be like every once in a while I would go to a show and Mm. I was probably like, know, like buying my own ticket and going as a fan and then Hmm. like the shows that I liked were like kind of like small like dive bar type shows anyways so like I could just bring my camera in I didn't really need you know like passes or anything like that Um, so I would say yeah 2016 kind of and then 2018 like more seriously
0: oh cool I saw that you covered uh, Alien Boy Uh, was that recent?
1: Alien? uh, Oliver Tree?
0: I thought it was Alien Boy. I'm looking here. He was on your page. Oliver Tree, yeah.
1: Oliver Tree, yeah, yeah. Um, I've shot him twice. Mm. Um, both actually last year. Um, once at like a small venue that was like a 500 cap, and then the next time he played like the bigger room downstairs. So I saw him. If you know the Fillmore in Philadelphia. There's like the Fillmore, which is like a bigger room, and then there's like a small room upstairs called The Foundry. Mm-hmm. Um, so first I saw him play the Foundry, and that was a sold out show and then the next show that he played that was in March, and then the next one that he played was in October, and he was playing like the bigger room, and mm-hmm. I think that was also sold out, so it was like he had such a big growth within like one year
0: Oh um, that's cool how did yeah, uh, so how, how did you cool she- see
1: him in the same year like at a really small venue and then at a bigger venue Mhm. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I saw that with um, if. Do you know Shopping or French Vanilla?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Uh, two post-punk bands. One's out of Scotland. One's out of LA. Uh, I saw them play this tiny place in LA and this tiny place in Pomona, and then the Echo in LA. to just a sold-out crowd, and it's one of those like great instances where you see like, oh, this is where all the fans are now. There's room for them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. How did, uh, how did that change the shooting dynamic for you?
1: Um, well, like the first time, like cause there was a photo pit, the first show I shot him, I thought that was uh, smaller, but the photo pit was like so small. Mm. Um, and then like the second time, I mean, I don't know, not much changed. I guess the photo pit was just bigger. There was more room uh. because he was playing a bigger room. Mm. Yeah.
0: So not much, uh, not much of a difference there. Well, more wiggle room anyway.
1: More wiggle room and like more people overall.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you prefer that or do you prefer uh, shooting from the crowd?
1: Shooting from the crowd, hmm. It's like weird, cause like when I was thinking about it, I was going through like when I did like my little end of the year recap at the end of last year, mm-hmm. like I feel like my first answer is like, oh, like if I'm shooting from the crowd, I have to get there early and I have to like do all this stuff and make sure I get a good spot and it's like more yeah. work like, but then looking back, I feel like a lot of those are, like, my better photos, because it's, like, I got there, and, like, I waited, and it's, like, super intimate, and, like, so there's, like, it's, like, a trade-off, because it's, like, I'll probably only do it for a band that I really love, because, like, I don't necessarily want to get there three hours before they go on, (laughs) and then wait, and then stand there, and, like, most of the shows that I would go to, like, that are, like, usually super heavy moshing, Mm. so then it's, like, the extra like i have to guard my camera i'm in the front yeah but like all of that combined kind of leads to some of the best photos i think
0: oh so. 100% yeah. yeah i covered um mets a long time ago at uh in dc actually i saw that you're you're from dc or you lived in dc
1: yeah so i mean i have um Like I grew up right outside of DC in Northern Mm. Virginia. Um, I'm kind of from there. And then also um, a lot of my family's from Nashville. So Mm. I've lived in both places. And then now I live in Philly. Um, But I spent like, yeah, a lot of my childhood basically right outside of DC.
0: Oh, cool. Did you shoot any shows there?
1: Yeah, like when I first started in 2016, that's like where I would kind of like go in and shoot a few shows. Um, Like the first show that I shot was at the 930 Club actually so yeah that's not even a small venue um and I realized the other day because when I went to the 930 club in 2016 I was like Mm. in high school like I just kind of brought my camera in and I walked in I like I think I had it in a bag or something but they weren't really checking and then I went back like the other day uh not the other day I guess like a month or two ago now Mm. um but I shot a show there and it was like insane like it was like The security was like so intense and I was just like I don't really know how I waltzed in here like with my camera before maybe they changed (laughs) things on their end I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was there in uh, 2014 to 2016 and they were super strict uh, that whole time like they were telling everybody like
1: really lucky I don't know cuz I that was the first show that I went to I bought a ticket snuck my camera in well okay actually I do know how I brought my camera in. It's like (laughs) basically me and my friend. We would get there super early, like because when I was just going to shows for fun, I would get there super early and like want to be up front. Mm -hmm. And so we got there like like an hour or two before doors. And I think that they thought that we were there for some like meet and greet thing that was happening because we ended up going into this like other room that I've Mm -hmm. only been in that one time and like met the artists. But then I guess when I left that room. They didn't recheck our bags so huh. i had my camera on me
0: ah uh, nice
1: <laughs> yeah okay that's how it happened but uh, yeah
0: great little loophole there <laughs> <clears throat> i um i snuck in i snuck a camera into a rilo kiley show years ago and the guy was fighting me so hard on it he's like does that does that lens come apart or does it detach uh do you have any other lenses i was like yeah come on man i have just this one lens and i had the a telephoto lens in my sleeve and I was like sneaking <laughs> it in there. Actually worked out and like, he was so reluctant. I feel bad, I hope he didn't get in trouble. Like I hope nobody caught, caught me, nobody saw me and then caught him, you know, anything like that. But yeah, it seems like everybody's super strict on it except of course the smaller shows or the smaller venues. Uh, but even then they're like kind of cracking down out, out here anyway, I don't know how it is in, uh, in uh, Philly.
1: You live in LA?
0: Uh outside of LA, but I yeah, I shoot in LA a lot. LA and Pomona.
1: Yeah, I mean, um I don't know, it really depends on the venue. I mean, like any bigger venue, I feel like I wouldn't really be able to like just take my camera into now. But like, mm. I mean, there's venues here in Philly like um like most of the venues that are like bars, it's it's like fine cuz they're like small and they're they're just bars, so they don't mm. really care. Um And then there's like a church basement where a lot of like kind of punk shows happen and they don't really care there either.
0: That's interesting that churches seem to be doing that more often too. Uh, I hear about a few out here and then there were a couple in DC for sure. Uh, St. Stephen's, I think was the name of it. A lot of show, a lot of punk and hardcore shows there. I always thought that was interesting that they opened their doors to like, a different like that kind of element, you know? Like yeah BYOB and all that sort of deal.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, like it's it's definitely, I mean, it's extra money. Yeah. Um they're <laughs> renting it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. You gotta get their tithings in somehow.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um tell me about uh Johnny Brenda's. I've always wanted to go there.
1: So I've been. I've actually never shot a show there, but I mean, I've just been for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a cool place. Um, it's like by a lot of other venues, so I'll go there and like just like get a drink or like their food's really good. So it's like a good place to get food, and then they have the shows. Um, mm. But I've never shot a show there, so I don't really know.
0: Mm. I always hear about great shows there. It's a it's a tiny place, then, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's small, um, and it's like a bar and they serve food too. So when there's not a show happening, like it's just, you walk in and it's like a normal bar pretty much.
0: Mm. That's pretty cool. There are some places out here like that too, that are, they seem to be on it too for, for their lineups. And uh, Philly, I hear every now and then some band, some bands coming out of there, touring out here, but it doesn't seem as often as, uh, what's the scene like right now? Well, before, before, (laughs) COVID-19.
1: Yeah, before this. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Philly's actually, like, really cool. Um, When I moved here, I don't think I expected there to be, like, so much music and art. Mm. Um, But I found that there's, like, really such a huge community here, especially for, like, music. Um, Like, the house show scene here is huge. Like, people Mm. throwing shows, like, in their basements. Mm. Um, That's not really something I ever – I mean, I'm sure it existed in D.C., but I didn't find it. Um, when Mm. I lived there here, it's just like everywhere. There's like so many houses and so many Mm. people with bands like that are putting on shows in their basements. Um, and then I've started like, I've booked a few, um, for like my magazine, like Mm. I started booking shows kind of under that, um, just in people's basements and stuff. And, um, like, I think that's like probably the most unique thing, I guess, about the Philly scene is like that community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Harder to shoot for sure, but way more fun. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love the house shows for that reason, but everybody seems to, I don't know, be annoyed with photographers at house shows. I don't know how it works out there, but like trying to push through a crowd or even trying to like just stand aside. Do you ever get like looks from people from the crowd or from the artists?
1: Do I get looks? Um, Well, I feel like, when I've shot a house show, I've usually known the artist. Mm. Um otherwise I'm probably just going for fun. Um or like taking like a small like thirty-five millimeter camera that's not like super um distracting. Mm. But I don't know. I mean maybe I've probably gotten looks. I just don't really care. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I always feel bad if I get in anybody's way or anything like that and like the second you yield any ground like people sh- you know just kind of move in and get in yeah. the way and yeah it, it always seems contentious with uh between photographers and either the crowds or the or the artists uh have you seen that or have you experienced that with artists in particular?
1: Um not any particular artists. you rephrase but, uh, the question?
0: Uh yeah, sorry. Um, of course the there's somebody with a lawnmower out there right now. Um, uh, do you find any like points of contention with being a photographer at a show with between the crowds and uh or the musicians like do um, they ever, is there any kind of like tension there or
1: i mean sometimes standoffishness? Um, I think sometimes definitely, like with the crowd um especially if it's a show like with no barricade or anything um I feel like depending on the crowd it can be like kind of weird I don't know I always try and be like if it's a show like that like I kind of try and feel out the crowd and like be respectful too because it's like people like paid a lot of money and they're seeing their favorite artist and so like if you're a photographer you know you want to get your photos but you also kind of want to stay out of the way of like like the fans Yeah, Um, yeah I know that's like definitely why like most venues most artists have like that first three song policy because like Then after that, it's all about like the band or the artist and then the crowd and you don't have like the photographers in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, I feel like it just depends on the artist. Like there's some artists that like don't want to be photographed and like, you know, if that's the case, you probably won't be photographing them. Like (laughs) it's like very rare. Like, I mean, I've been in a few situations like that, but like, yeah, it's like more likely that they'll just like not have photographers if they don't want photographers there. Mm. unless I'm like sneaking my camera in which is like a whole different story (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) almost always worth it right almost yeah (laughs) (laughs) in those situations where they like just not cooperative with you on stage or anything like uh just staying away from you as you tried to shoot or
1: yeah well I feel like um like one situation in particularly like I like I was allowed to be there, but I had to stand in like a really weird spot, so like I couldn't really get like good photos. Mm. So Then I ended up just like going into the crowd and like kind of sneakily taking my pictures. Um, but like, like I haven't had too many experiences where like the artist didn't want a photographer there, um, because yeah, I really like I can't think of the last time I snuck my camera into a show. Like had to be like a few years ago at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And since then, you've been since then, like I've
1: been there, like you know, like allowed to be there with my camera.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, what's your idea of like etiquette in that sense? If you're in the crowd, do you if you if you have to shoot from the crowd, do you still respect that three song rule, or do you do you just kind of hunker Um, down and and spend the entire show shooting? Or
1: so. Usually if I'm, like, in the crowd shooting, I'll try and, like, shoot, like, just, like, the first three, but then, like, definitely like keep my camera on me because, like, some of the best moments happen after that. Yeah. Although, like, I'll try and get, like, all of my, like, okay, like, I want shots of each person and shots of whatever within the first three and then mm. kind of just have my camera, like, ready, like, if a cool moment happens. Um, like, there's this one photo of, do you know, Sharon Van Eden? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was a show, like, it was actually at a really big venue, but she didn't want a photo pit, so um, I knew going in that there wasn't going to be a photo pit, and I got there kind of early, and I ended up staying, like, because I was, like, right on the front of the stage, like, as close as I could be in Mm. the crowd, Um, and I shot, like, the first three, and then she came down, like, a few songs from the end and, like, screamed, like, just right in my face. And I have this photo of her um, and she's like screaming. Um, and it's like such a uncharacteristic photo for her. Like I've never really seen photos of her like that. Yeah. Um, Because usually like you know, if she does it, it's like at the end. Um, But like, yeah, that's like one of my favorite photos I've ever gotten, but it's just ah. because I was like in the crowd and I kind of had my camera and I was like waiting, I guess, for something to happen.
0: Yeah, that's generally how it works, right? Yeah. I covered, um. I tried to cover Angel Olsen at at uh, 9:30 Club, and they had the barrier so far up uh, to the stage that you couldn't really get in. There was like just a little bit of space, and I thought, are they doing this on purpose? Maybe she doesn't want photographers. But this was like one of my first assignments, and it's like, well, they have to, right? Like they invite (laughs) they invited me, and like this is supposed to happen. And they wouldn't let me anywhere near. And I got there late, thinking, oh, there's a barrier. And I had to like go up to the you know the balcony and all that just to get any mm-hmm. semblance of a clear shot and yeah yeah I don't know why I just reflected on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what do you shoot by the way? What what kind of a camera? What kind of gear?
1: Um, so I used to have a Canon 6D, um, mm. and that was my camera forever. And then this year I got um, I switched to Sony, mm. and now I have the A7R four.
0: Ooh, how do you like it? Yeah.
1: Um, I love it. Like, I was nervous to switch just because I've had Canons for so long. I've shot on, like, the Canon sixty and then, like, the Mark three and the Mark four, like, here and there. Um, but, like, yeah, once I switched, like, I just haven't even looked back. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Like, the quality is, like, insane. I'm, like, looking at my photos. I'm, like, I didn't even know my photos could be this good. Like, <laughs> like just in terms of, like, because like, on a 6D, it's, like, the editing that I would do like just to get it to where I like it would be like a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now it's just like, I have these photos coming out. And I'm like, this is way higher quality than like my 6D that I had for years. Um, and the video is like insane too. That's the main reason I switched. Mm. Um, Cause I wanted a camera that could do both photo and video well. Mm-hmm. I think Sony is like really good for that. Awesome.
0: I, yeah, I hear nothing but good things about that camera. And I've been, I'm in the same boat. Like I've been shooting Canon for years and I have, you know, a few lenses and I'm so afraid to start over.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: it's like, Oh, I've already got these lenses. You know, I don't want to buy new ones and, you know, on top of the camera and all that.
1: Yeah. It's definitely, it's like an investment, but.
0: Worth it. it. I've seen the work and it's, I've seen your work too. It's, it's amazing. So, um, with uh sad punk press you're doing video and photos uh how did you get started with this one with this uh outlet
1: um well so i started it um Mm -hmm. i started it in 2018 um just because like i'd worked for a bunch of different like uh magazines um like i worked for the college radio station um of the school that i go to Mm -hmm. um and like all of them i feel like i wanted like print like I'd had my photos printed a few times but like I wanted something that was like mainly print and not like a secondary because like I feel like most times now uh like printed magazines are kind of like like a like a second or like an afterthought to like a website that is like a fully functioning like online magazine mm-hmm. um so with Sadpunk press like I kind of wanted to reverse that um so, Sad Press, like, it's mainly print. Uh, it's quarterly. So, started in 2018, put the first issue out, um, winter of 2019. Mm. And then there have been four issues released so far. Um, we're working on the fifth. Things kind of got halted a little bit. Yeah. But um, Yeah, so it's like the print magazine is kind of like the substance of it. That's where um, all of the, ooh, I just realized how dark it got. Oh, no worries. Okay. Yeah. It's like there's like a rainstorm here. Um,
0: oh, same.
1: But yeah, um, where was I? Train of thought. Yes, print magazine. Um, all of the writing, all of the interviews is only in print. Mm. Um, and then the website, like, because there is an online component, because, like, I don't know, I feel like people care about that still. Mm. Um, but so the website is like only photos, and then all of the substance is in print.
0: Oh, that's awesome uh did you what what were your favorite uh magazines and zines did any inspire this in particular or were you just tired of staring at a computer screen
1: definitely tired of staring at a computer screen um but like a few that i feel like inspired me um my friend al has been running this magazine called melted for Like a really long time since I knew her in high school. It's called Melted Magazine, Mm. and it's like this kind of small, but it's like very niche. Um, It's only film photography. Oh, cool! And yeah, so she's put out like a few print issues through that, Um, and I always thought it was like super cool. Um, and like I've shot a few shows for her, and that's like a whole different challenge because it's only shooting film. Mm. Um, so like yeah, shooting thirty-five millimeter at a show with no flash is nerve-wracking. Daunting. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you start with film or digital?
1: Digital, Mm. Um, and I mostly shoot digital. Um, I'll shoot film like just for me, like I have a point and shoot that I take lots of places. I don't really Mm. do much with that film. Um, I also, I really like Polaroid, um, but that's also, it's like expensive. So. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah sometimes I'll shoot Polaroid sometimes I'll shoot um like thirty five millimeter or one twenty, but mostly i'm shooting digital
0: yeah it's it's just easier, but I definitely miss film a thirty five is i have this little pentax it's just one of my favorite things
1: yeah um I'm super into like kind of like alternative processes too um which is mm. like something i didn't really i feel like I didn't really shoot that much film until I came to college um I go to school here in Philly Mm -hmm. and I started doing like 35. Um, I took this class that was like all about alternative processes and I got really into like printing on different things and like um, this like process called chromoskedasic. It's like um, you take prints, it's like a darkroom process, but you use different chemicals and it kind of makes your black and white prints like sparkly and glittery and like have color. Interesting. Um, yeah, like I just like really weird stuff though like that. And then yeah. like with film, I think um yeah, like chemical ma- uh manipulation and like kind of like letting go and not having control of what you're doing is like <laughs> really fun. Like if you don't have to, like I love like just like kind of like letting go of like control over an image. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let the process go where it where it may.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Usually I just I'll shoot the role and then kind of forget about it. I almost never shoot shows with film because it's. I've always shot for for outlets. Well, almost always shot for outlets. And um, yeah, film is just kind of out of the question for that. Yeah,
1: not the best for that, for sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I miss it. it, it it'd be nice. Uh, I, I shot this festival fairly recently and this guy was shooting exclusively film. He had two or three cameras on him. And I'm like, that's bold, man. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I shoot for this band all the I forgot who the band was. Um, it's like, I shoot for them all the time. I, I was bored with digital and I brought these cameras, brought these 35s and I was like, damn, that's so cool. It's brave too. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I admire people that can do that. Mm. Because like, I definitely couldn't do that and feel confident that I would get good results. Like I could do it and probably get something cool, but I would not be confident that I got what I was intending to
0: get <laughs> yeah yeah I'd be a wreck too like how many rolls of film do you need like you know yeah how long is this gonna take especially for the for the first three songs roll's it's like you know this might not uh this might not work out did you ever read filter magazine
1: no uh,
0: I I found these recently my and I brought them out just uh <laughs> just in case um this was like the last print that i can remember uh that was for music and had a lot of uh photography and they went under they became a flood magazine another quarterly and i don't know i was so excited that people are still doing this because there's nothing like holding it you know in your hand mm-hmm especially if you took the photo just to see it in print is is an entirely different um feeling yeah you know. it's like
1: a different sense of accomplishment i feel like um and i mean yeah that's like a really cool thing to have and then like i don't know something i like like doing and organizing like for other people too um it's yeah it's really cool um and then like Sadpunk press um it's music and photography but then it's also like visual art so i have like um like illustrators and like painters um, mm. that have been in it um and like uh people that do like fashion and like make clothes have been in it um mm. so that's like another really cool thing trying to like kind of like merge all of these different art forms
0: mm. that's cool and you take that from artists in in philly exclusively? Or do you work with people in Nashville and DC as well?
1: Um, No, I mean, it's like all over. Um, A lot of people that have been in it have been in Philly just because that's where I am right now. But um, Mm. like, yeah, we've had people from all over. Um, We've had people from like all the way down to like, um, like Richmond um, in Virginia. And then like, we have someone that's like in like Ohio, I think. it does a lot of photos and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of everywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool. So what are you listening to now? Like lately, what's on rotation?
1: What's on rotation? Um, my playlists are like, so weird. Like, cause my music library, I just like, I really listen to like most things. I'll listen to pretty much everything except for, um, like country. I can't really get down with country. Mm. Um,
0: and being I from guess Nashville. Recently,
1: I know and I'm from Nashville. It's like kind of weird it <laughs> just yeah, doesn't do it for me. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but yeah recently like I'm always listening to a lot of Mannequin Pussy. Um, they're like one of my favorite bands and they're from oh, Philly. Yeah.
0: They were uh, out here recently.
1: Yeah. yeah they did a tour last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh cool. Um, so the, they're on the main rotation yeah?
1: They're on the main rotation. Mm. Um, who else? Uh, Show me the body. I really like Show me the body. Um, mm-hmm. They're from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool band. Um, Brockhampton. I feel like is usually yeah in the rotation. Like, see, that's just like again, it's like weird. I just named it like two really like alt rock bands, and then I'm like, okay, let's flip. Go to Brockhampton. <laughs> um, yeah, like
0: sort of like alt hip hop sort of deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I caught
0: them in San Diego. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen.
1: Oh, they're amazing. I, yeah. They're so good live. Yeah.
0: Did you listen to the new one?
1: The new album? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw them last year too when they did the tour for that album.
0: Mm. I, I kind of missed it after the whole, uh, after they kind of took that break and after the allegation against the one dude and everything, I don't know, I kind of lost steam and I, then they released that third album and I didn't even realize. And I was just like, ah, oh, I kind of missed it. you know.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're good. I thought the album was um, really good. I feel like each of their albums has something super different too. So it's kind of like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I really like that they have not strayed away from all caps for their, <laughs> for their um, song titles. I don't know why that's just funny to me and I, I love it. It's just one of those aesthetics. It's just, i don't know
1: yeah no one's doing it
0: it. it. yeah uh i wanted to ask you about the one more about sad punk sorry bear with me i'm on two different computers here (laughs) no worries yeah
1: hopefully the like thunder outside is not interfering too much
0: oh no i don't hear it at all it's been raining nonstop here too which is it's kind of nice that uh all the cars are off the road, you know, and it's pouring, and it's cleaning mm-hmm. the air. I'm I'm looking forward to what the uh, atmosphere is going to be like after this is all over.
1: Yeah, isn't um, it like I don't know? I saw pictures where it was like people could see like the Hollywood sign from like I don't know, really far away somewhere. They like mm. kind of usually, and then the same thing in like uh in like India, people can see the Himalayas. Like
0: that one blew my mind. Yeah, yeah I saw that that they had never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Or an entire generation hadn't seen the mountains. That's nuts to me. Uh...
1: Is it too dark? Like, I can try and turn on another light.
0: Oh, no, you're fine. Okay. Don't worry. I lost my train of thought. Very bad for a host. Well, let me ask you about music then,
1: (laughs) more about music.
0: Um, Are there any bands out there that you feel bad that you don't like? You feel bad for not liking rather?
1: Hmm. Interesting. Um, That I feel bad for not liking?
0: Well, like kind of bad, like where you're like, I just don't get it, you know?
1: Like, I yeah. want to like
0: this, but I just can't.
1: I don't know. I can't think of anything, like, off the top of my head. Like, I feel like there are artists, like, that I won't listen to. Like, um, like I don't know, artists, like, usually if there's, like, stuff comes out, I stop listening to people. Like, so there's, like, stuff like that, but I don't really feel bad about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess not, but if I think of anyone, I'll let you know.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Uh, what do you plan on catching after this? Assuming, is it, is it May, is it mid-May for Philly as well? Uh, that they plan April on... April 30th. April 30th? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, LA just did uh, May 15th and we're like, oh, great.
1: Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really don't want this to push too far into my summer because I'm really trying to see Ty Siegel in June.
0: He's oh, coming cool. to Philly
1: at the end of June. Um, that's like one that I'm really looking forward to. It would be really sad if that got canceled. Um,
0: he's under a different I mean, name now, right? Because he's uh, with other, other musicians, I think?
1: Well, he has a few projects. Um, I think he is touring as himself later in the year, and then this summer he's touring with Fuzz. Um, mm. which is my favorite side project of his. Um, oh. I love Buzz. they're kind of like a like a garage rock kind mm. of um, and he plays the drums in that project which is really mm. cool because he's like a drummer singer which is yeah. like such a rare combo <laughs> um, I mean there's like so many good shows that I'm waiting to see when they get rescheduled like um, stuff I was looking forward to that kind of got pushed back um, was like Doja Cat Mm. Um, microwave. Um, soccer like mommy. That. Um, who else? I mean, there's so many people. Like my last like two weeks of March, I was like so excited. I had a show every day.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: like Thundercat. Man, that was devastating. Missing Thundercat. Oh no. Yeah.
0: I missed a couple of his shows. Just like not not because of this, but just because you know, for whatever reason, I couldn't make it. I'm like, every time there was just something coming up that, yeah. Who have you been unable to see ever, for whatever reason?
1: Ever, every, for whatever reason. Um, like, uh,
0: every time you try, just something happens.
1: Yeah, uh, Fleetwood Mac, like, last year, I... Almost saw them twice and both times it didn't happen. And I was devastated. Um, I'm a big Stevie Nicks fan. My cat is named Stevie Nicks. Um, yeah. So Fleetwood Mac um, mm. and I would love to see. Um, Tyler, the creator, I really would like to see live. i um, oh, never seen him. Um, who would
0: you resurrect to see, to, to shoot specifically?
1: To shoot, who would I resurrect? Yeah.
0: You ever see like the old photos from like, I don't know, 70s, 80s, even like early 90s, something like I that? I feel
1: like this is like probably a really basic answer, but Kurt Cobain, so I could do Nirvana. That would be mm. really cool. Uh, oh, no,
0: they're on the list for sure. To catch one of those like small, I don't know, 160 cat places, you know? Yeah,
1: that's like probably my top choice. Uh, mm. if I could transport myself back in time. That's where I would go and shoot.
0: Yeah. I always felt like the, sometime in like the early post-punk days would be would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But shooting with film would just, I don't know, just that thought, not even the thought of, it's not possible to do this, but just having to shoot with film. I don't know, that's just scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's scary, you know, because like the, the margin for error is so wide and there's nothing you can do in the moment to correct it really. Right, mm-hmm. you can't see what you're doing. You can't. You can only hope that. Hope that you're doing you, it
1: right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that whatever you learned is working. You know that you're applying it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much uh, for sitting with me. I mean, this is a little clunky, but uh, it's gonna drive me crazy that I I had one more. Qu- I had another question for you based on the website, but I don't yeah. know. I'll come back to it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can message it to me if you think of it, and I can email you an answer or something (laughs) cool (laughs) um yeah
0: well thanks thanks again yeah yeah anytime anything uh you want to plug
1: um sad punk press yeah of Um, course yeah check out the store um we're working on the fifth issue so any like magazines if you need some reading in quarantine i have three issues up on the site um
0: for sure you're still uh shipping out like uh Across the country?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, I live like right next to a post office. So yeah, mail out anything. I have magazines and stickers.
0: Awesome. I will definitely be reaching out for that.
1: Cool. Well, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
1: All right. Have a good one.
0: You too.